I have with me, this is a white history moment. I have with me, back with me, David Barton. And David is a historian historian, and founder of Wall Builders, a, a national pro-family organization that presents America's forgotten history and heroes. You can't get any better than that, folks. David, happy White History Month. Thanks for coming on again. Hey, thanks, Jesse Lee. Great to be with you, bro. Sure appreciate what you do. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And thanks for your patience. Uh, with the, uh, I had to finish up a call there from Germany. It was an amazing call. It was a great call. And so, David, when you hear that we're celebrating White History Month, the third year, what goes through your mind? <laughs> what goes through my mind, it, it's really fun. It's so politically incorrect. I love it. And at the same time, I, I'm of the thing, you know, like you, I'm a Christian. And so I've got this Acts 17, 26 thing that says we're all of one blood. So, you know, since you and I both go back to Adam and Eve, I'm your 150th cousin, whether you want me or not. You know, we're right. all the same family. Yeah. And so so I, I look at stuff like that as superficial distinctions that, that really miss everything. God looks at the heart, not at the outside. And so, you know, just just kind of fun fun poking the other way is if I'm in Indiana and I'm a white guy in Indiana and I'm part of the Hoosier state as a white guy, I probably don't have a clue that I'm named for a black evangelist, Terry Hoosier. <laughs> and most people who live in Indiana, white folks have no idea that their namesake is a black guy. And I can appreciate that as a white guy. I don't care what color you are. That's right. So white history month is, I think it's a fun pushback on a superficial distinction. I know that means a whole lot to a lot of people, superficial stuff, but it's just, it's not that big to me. History is. That's so right. I've got heroes that come from all colors and all backgrounds and, and uh, you know, well, we I, had no, I had no other choice but to do it. This is our third year because we have black history. We yep. have mama history. We have Mexican history, homosexual history, yep. uh, earth history, every history but America, I mean, white history. And and to show my appreciation to white Americans for find, founding uh, and creating the greatest country on this side of heaven, yeah. we got to remember white history. Because yeah. if, if you get rid of white history, that's what they're trying to do by tearing down the statues and monuments and erasing white history. Yeah. We should do that. We're not going to have anything left. It would be over with for America. Yeah, it, it would be over with. And it's interesting, even the statues, I, I've been so intrigued because as I look at the, I guess, the memes that are out there and, and the, the mainstream media kind of stuff. And even if I go online, I'm looking, I looked, I looked for a list of all the memorials that have been defaced and the monuments that have been torn down. And the top two that appear on the, the search that I did, Google search, they show nothing but Confederate monuments. And I'm going, no, 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 time out. What are you going to do with all those others? What are you going to do with Caesar Rodney? What are, you, what are you going to do? And I just have a list of all these monuments that have been torn down, and it is so anti-American history in general. And basically, if they are white, they're coming down. Ulysses S. Grant, oh, my gosh, anti-racist in the biggest way, but he comes down. Uh, Francis Scott Key, we're told, came down because of the Star Spangled Banner. My gosh, that, there's a white guy who actually won freedom for hundreds of slaves. He much that the newspaper called him the n-word lawyer i mean that was the name he had and somehow because he wrote the star spangled banner he's a racist 
I mean, we, we don't have a clue what our history is, whether it's white, black, or anything else. I mean, we just, we will largely know nothing about who we are as a people. They even, uh, Christopher Columbus, they uh, want to get rid of the holiday. They want to call it something dumb like June 10th or something with no meaning. Yeah. What do you feel about that? They're trying to get rid of Christopher Columbus and give it a false name, some dumb stuff called Juneteenth, which means nothing. Yeah, Juneteenth was, you know, it's a significant day for Texas. It kind of spread across the nation. It was a little late. It's You finally get word of the Emancipation Proclamation two years after it happens. I mean, that could be a big day for, for Texas slaves, but it's it's not a national holiday. But when you go back to Columbus, <laughs> the premise is we're taking Columbus statues down because he's into genocide, he's into racism and enslavement. And here's the question I've got is, all right, <clears throat> the, excuse me, <clears throat> there, are, <clears throat> there are 600 Columbus statues. And so over the last 500 years, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesse. No problem. I go through the same thing, man. No problem. <laughs> that's a weird one. There are 600 Columbus statues and over the last several hundred years. Are we going to assume that every generation before this generation celebrated genocide and racism and slavery, or is there more to the story than what we hear today? And there certainly is more, because when you look at his four, and, and I, I just did this in churches this weekend, because uh, the statues are coming down. I just stood in front of the church and went through pictures of all the statues and told stories about why they were there. Good. Most people have no clue why these guys had a statue in the first place. Yeah. But with Columbus, his first trip to, to the New World, he encounters the Taino Indians, and the Tainos are really cool. He loves them. He says these are the kindest, gentlest people. He advocates for their citizenship and, and full rights. And then they tell him about a second tribe known as the Cannons, from which we get the word cannibals. And they say, hey, you like us? Watch out. These guys will eat you. And Columbus basically says, look, this is 1492. We're so civilized. Nobody eats anybody in 1492. Yeah. And he leaves to go home on the second voyage. He leaves to go home and get ships to come back on the second voyage. And while he's gone, the cannibals, uh, the cannibals kill any of his men. And so when he gets back, he finds that his friends, the Tainos, he finds one can of village where the 50 huts of women are there. And he finds these Taino women. And it's like, what are you doing here? And it's, well, we're sex slaves for the cannibals. When we produce children, they eat the infants there at, at that point. And we're the food farm for them. And so... Columbus goes and essentially attacks and wipes out the cannibals. And for that, we're saying he's in the genocide. He saved other native tribes across the Caribbean from being eaten, who had been eaten by the cannibals. And today, we don't even know that story. Now, if you want to say- I never heard that. No, see, that's, that's the thing. We never hear that. Or you don't hear of his third voyage or his fourth voyage. And, and we're told that he, he wanted gold. Well, he writes that I want gold to liberate Jerusalem because Jerusalem has been taken by the Muslims in the Crusades. And by the way, in, in textbooks today, we hear about the 13 to 17 battles that the Christians fought in the Crusades. We do not hear about the 548 that the Muslims fought. And so Columbus said, I've talked to the theologians, and they all say Jesus is going to be back in 155 years. And I don't know why they said that, but 155 <laughs> years. And Columbus said, look, I want the Holy Land back in the hands of Christians and Jews when Jesus returns. And so any gold that comes out of my voyages, I want it to go to liberate the Holy Land and get it out from the Muslim conquerors. You know, we don't hear that today either. Yeah, we don't even right. know there's Muslim crusades. There were Muslim crusades. We don't hear that. We hear Christian crusades, not Muslim crusades. And we, we know so little about our own history. It's amazing what's happening. And speaking of that, students in our college, 
and uh, public schools have been so misinformed yeah. about America and the history of this amazing country that it is mind-blowing to me. So now they are kind of shut down due to the Chinese virus, and there's a discussion about reopening them. I have to honestly tell you, I hope that they don't reopen the public schools because look at how the young white kids and, and those blacks have gone to college. They're so brainwashed. They're out there destroying their own history, their own country because of the brainwashing. I don't want that to continue. So I think God is doing us a favor by shutting down the schools. Well, we, we've seen the numbers that up to 40% of parents are looking at homeschooling their kids this year. And part of that's COVID, but part of it, they just figured out how bad the schools were. They yes. had the kids home, figured out, you know, my kids, I didn't know they were getting taught this stuff. And homeschooling's not as hard as I thought it was. It's not as intimidating. And, and so we're seeing a change there. And it is crazy. You know, one of the things what, one of the things we're in right now, we're in the middle of a teacher's conference. We have teachers come from across the nation. And behind me, Jesse Lee, we're, set, we're, we're sitting in the middle of a collection of more than 100,000 documents that predate 1812. And then I'm sitting in the World War II section, this flag over my shoulder. That's the third flag in from D-Day. Uh, we have all this World War II stuff and education stuff. So we get these history teachers in and let them actually see the documents and handle the stuff. And it is so different. And one of the things that we show them is that in the 1920s, when progressives took education, they changed the pedagogy to where that we no longer teach students how to think, we teach them only to learn, which means indoctrination. Yeah, We used yeah. to teach them how to think and yeah. they can't think anymore. And so it's like the 75% the of college kids who support socialism, you can ask three questions and get them off of socialism because they've never thought about the things you ask. Yes. And so they've just been told socialism's great. They've never been taught to think or ask questions and that's the problem we have with education right now, public education. It doesn't teach you how to think. It indoctrinates you to what you should believe on all these different issues. And they become social justice warriors for things they don't even know about, like Columbus. They're tearing down statues of a guy who helped end cannibalism. And somehow he's bad for ending cannibalism. Well, that's nobody's him. ever told him that. Nobody's heard a thing about it. That's what the caller, Abdullah, was talking about from Germany. She had come over to this country, and she was being indoctrinated into the feminist movement and all that crap. She was losing yep. her way. Her parents realized it and brought her back home, back over to her country there. And now she is awake and realized how crazy it was what— the things that was happening to her because she was not thinking for herself. Now she's thinking for herself and she see what they have had done to her in the, in the uh, educational system yeah. here. I want, I love the flash behind you, by the way, I wanted to ask you, do you think that the um, Confederate statues and flash should come down? You know, here's where I am. I am a huge fan of you teach truth period. And that means yeah. the good, the bad, and the ugly. You teach all of it. And so there is one statue to Nathan Bedford Forrest that we know of. He's a Confederate general. And I can take anybody to that statue and said, let me tell you the story of Nathan Bedford Forrest. Here's the guy who started the KKK. Here's the guy who led the Fort Pillow Massacre, one of the greatest atrocities in the Civil War. And I can show you all the bad stuff about him and help you never to do that. And, I, you know, I look yeah. at Israel. Israel has got the city of David. They love David, but they've also got the Absalom monument. Why would you have a monument to Absalom of all people? 
or, you know, I, if I go into, I've got, we take congressional delegations over to Poland. And when you get in Poland and Warsaw, the biggest, uh, the, the biggest building in Warsaw is the Palace of Culture. And that was forced by the Soviets. They built it in the 40s and 50s with Polish slave labor. And when Poland became free in 1981, too, they said, maybe we ought to tear this, this slavery thing down. And they said, no, let's leave it there. We always want to remember what it was like to be Soviet citizens, and we never want to do that again. That's right. And so they left that as a monument to teach the people. And the other thing I'll point to is in Germany, they still have Nazi museums in Germany. And as a result, Germany is one of the most anti-Nazi places in Europe. France and Spain, others tolerate Nazism. Germany doesn't because they know their own history. And so when you start taking down statues, you can't learn from the good and the bad and the ugly. You don't even know what it is. You can't learn what it means to put your hand on the stove and get burned. You're just going to have to put your hand on the stove and experience that. Yeah. And so it's a crazy thing to take down statues. It's just I can use any statue to teach something good, even if it's a bad statue like a Nathan Bedford Forrest. I, what I find so interesting and odd in America is that the black haters – those those blacks who liberals who hate America, yeah, they hate God, they hate the family. Now, on one hand, they are building black museums, and they are telling the black people about how bad slavery was and hanging and all that crap. They are putting that in the museums, yeah. but yet they want to destroy American history. They yeah. want to get rid of American statues and American flag, but put up this other history that they believe in, why not have both? If they want to have their, and a lot of stuff they're lying about anyway, but if they want to have their little museums and their little black history, go have it. But don't destroy white American history. It doesn't make sense. Well, the problem they've got is even with black history, they don't tell the truth. They right. don't show the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. I mean, uh, Carter Woodson, who's responsible for, he's called the father of black history, he documented that in 1830, 43% of free blacks in South Carolina owned black slaves. Yes. As did 40% of blacks in Louisiana. So if you're going to talk about slavery, let's talk about that. And by the way, while we're at it, let's point out that while 8% of Americans own slaves, 12% of Native American tribes, the five major tribes, 12% owned black slaves. They were the highest black owning group in America. You hear nothing about Native Americans owning black slaves or blacks owning black slaves or that in the 16th century, there were more white slaves than there were black slaves. I mean, if you want to tell the story of slavery, tell it, but tell all of it. Don't pick and choose and make a political agenda out of it. You just tell the truth. And yeah. slavery is a human problem. It's, it's not just a black, white problem. Now, it was in America largely, but it's still a human problem. And they don't want to tell the whole truth because they want to deceive in order to divide and conquer and That's control. Right. That's, That's why right. they want to tell the whole truth. That's right. Uh, yeah, it, it's agenda-driven. If, if you have a love for the truth, then you're going to tell all of it. But if it's agenda-driven, you're going to pick and choose. Absolutely, man. Uh, so, David, what is the wall builder? What's the Why name it the wall builder for the folks you know, who don't know? It, it's really interesting. Today, everybody thinks that we're building the, southern, the wall on the southern border for Trump, and, and that's not. It goes back to the Bible book of Nehemiah, where that the great things of the nation had been torn down, and Nehemiah said, come, let's rebuild the walls. And so for us, we looked at our religious heritage, our moral heritage, our constitutional heritage and said, man, we're not teaching that anymore. Let's rebuild. And we like the book of Nehemiah because it's the largest grassroots effort in the Bible. 
None of them thought they could rebuild that wall. And 52 days later, it's up because everybody did something. And so that's the, the message we like is everybody can do something to make a difference in the nation. You can restore, you can rebuild, you can mentor just one person or whatever it is. And so that's the Bible book of Nehemiah, Wall Builders. That's where we get the name. Amazing. Um, you know, I've been thinking about this terrorist attack upon America now. What's happening now is it really is a terrorist attack. And what, it, what, what blows my mind about it is that Black Lives Matter is an organization that was founded by uh, some uh, fat, black, radical lesbians. Yep. And these lesbians hate God. They hate the nuclear family. They hate unborn children. They uh, hate anything that's good. And they admit to be Marxist. And yet you have American lawmakers and others who allow them to destroy America during this terrorist attack. They admit that they are Marxist. And they're white men and women going around approving these people, donating to them, wiping and kissing the feet of these people. What do you think about all that? You know, and and I've got to emphasize. I want to. I want to be. Excuse me. I want to affirm what you just said, Jesse, because Marxism is the deal. This is not about Black Lives Matter. Right. If it was, they would only be tearing down Confederate statues. If that's all that matter. But when you're tearing down statues of the Mass 54th, when you're tearing down statues of Ulysses S. Grant, when you're tearing down the statues of the founders of the University of Oregon because they're pioneers, when you're tearing down Frederick Douglass statues, when you're tearing down Louis the 16th statues and Louis the 9th statues, and when you're tearing down the, the Lincoln Emancipation statue, when you're tearing down Teddy Roosevelt, that's not about racism. That's, that's about hating America yes. and trying to destroy the institution. And so this, when you, when you get off those lists of just the Confederate monuments and you look at all the other monuments coming down, it becomes really clear. This is not about Black Lives Matter. This is about destroying America. And that's a whole different agenda. And most people don't know that. And they've been shamed into thinking they have to do something with Black Lives Matter. Otherwise, they'll be racist, which, you know, it's reverse racism in the other direction is you're using race to perpetrate something that has nothing to do with race. And you, that's not to say that injustices don't exist, because they do. When humans are involved, imperfection is going to be there. Yes. But that's not what Black Lives Matter really is about. Otherwise, they would leave those other statues alone. Why are the white men, not all, not all, not all, but why are the white men kissing the feet of the blacks and allowing white men and women, boys and girls, to be attacked and knocked out and robbed and raped and murdered and and why are the white men allowing this to happen? You know, I, Jesse, Leon, I'm not sure there's a good answer to that. I can give some speculation. I, I, I will say one thing about it that that strikes me. And I learned this from a, a good black black brother of mine. He said, you know, whites are the only group in America that do not think as a group. Everybody else yeah. works on behalf of their group. So Hispanics, you know, if one Hispanic gets hurt, all Hispanics will rise up. If a white guy gets shot or killed, you know, we just kind of shake our head and move on. But we don't think in terms of unity of that race. And, and so because of that, the white guys in America get shamed into stuff. You should be feeling what everyone else is feeling. What Here's what Asians do and here's what blacks do and here's what Hispanics do. And he pointed out, you white guys, the only guys that, that, that don't really get involved in, in standing up for race per se, 
Now, surely there was, you know, Confederate stuff. We're not going there. But talking about today, yeah. but the thing that really disturbs me is seeing so many white evangelical pastors jump on the bandwagon of Black Lives Matter yeah. to, to show compassion. Go, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you're an evangelical pastor, you know that, that color means nothing to God. That's He's not right. impressed. And, and, you know, this thing about tearing down all, all the, the statues of Jesus. And, and by the way, man, they're taking down now the statue of George Whitfield, and they're taking down statues of all these prominent ministers throughout history. And, and so you've got to see this is really an attack on faith. It's certainly an attack on the nuclear family, as you yes. point out, you know, the, the founders. So why are even evangelical white pastors taking doing the black box kind of stuff? I mean, I, it, I know. it makes no sense at all. It, beta it makes no it's, I, I'm stunned at the white pastors bowing down and licking booths like this, knowing that it's a spiritual battle. It has nothing to That's do right. with color. That's right. And if they have been truly called by God, this is the time for them to really rise up and show the power of God within. But they're not doing that. They're bowing down to the enemies. And Black Lives Matter, they hate God. They hate yeah. good. They hate white people. They, they're nothing but hate. No love at all, but the white pastor are licking booths. It's mind-blowing. Well, you know, it's interesting. Some of the statues torn down. Juan de Onate is one that was torn down in Texas. He was a Catholic priest who, who came here. Uh, you have two statues torn down in California of Junipero Serra, Catholic priest who was the founder of California. And it's interesting that on Juan de Onate, Black Lives painted, your God is not our God. And I thought that's interesting. Yeah. The, the Christian God you know, Catholics came here to propagate the gospel of Jesus, that Christian God, they're saying, your God is not our God. And that's that's an interesting statement, but that's very revealing also, which, why would you go after so many ministers? And Why would you try to burn St. John's Church in D.C. twice? They even, you know, they it's, even, it's crazy. They even defaced uh, Mary, and Mary yes. was a woman. I thought they liked women. They, they got rid of her. I noticed that they hate Christianity, but none of the mosques, the Muslim mosques, and those places yeah. were attacked at all. It's only Christianity that they hate. Well, even the, the memorial to the Armenian genocide, you know, which is World War One era, all those Christians that were slaughtered in Turkey and elsewhere, they even defaced the memorial, the memorial to the Armenian genocide. I mean, why Amazing. would you do that? It, it's crazy stuff. David, we're so out of time. Tell the people how they can get to your amazing organization. Wallbuilders.com, Jesse Lee. That's the best way, wallbuilders.com. Well, thank you, David, for coming on again. We will have you back, and happy White History Month, buddy. Thank you, brother. All God right. bless you. Appreciate all you do. Thank Bye -bye. you. You too, David. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Show folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it.